Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Good morning Russell. Russell. Good, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, good morning Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Jesus, good morning, Holy Spirit. Father, just to be with you brings a smile on our face. We thank you. We thank you just to be with you, Lord. It is so beautiful. We thank you for your presence. We thank you that you call us by name every single day, every single time to be with you. And you cover us, you envelope us with your presence, with your love, with that warmth. Oh, we can feel it, Lord. We can feel it in every part of us. We thank you, Lord. Now being our entire existence. And it is such a privilege, O oh Lord, that you generously give of yourself to us. That you open up our hearts, you pour out your wisdom, your understanding. You reveal more and more of yourself, your nature, your character through your word. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, for that love that you continue to pour into our hearts that is unchangeable and that is unending. We thank you, Lord, that you renew your mercy for us every single day. That out of that love, you are ever willing to forgive. Understanding our vulnerabilities, our weakness. And so you bid us read more of your word, your ways, your principles, your systems, your processes. Your ordinances. May you give us opportunities and ways to rise above our limitations. To counteract the wickedness that has been introduced into circumstances, wherever and whatever it may be. You give us those principles of wisdom whereby we can stop the enemy in their tracks. You give us what the enemy does not have. The backing of your government. Your authority. He may have power, but he does not have authority. And though you made us slightly lower than the angels, you give us that authority by which we can stand, we can declare. And you have said in your word, in the book of Job, Job 22, that we shall declare a thing and it will be established unto us. We thank you, Lord. For you have also told us that the saints shall judge the world. Saints being the believers, the one that carries the presence of Jesus in his heart through faith and speaks faith-filled words knowing that he is the word. We thank you, Lord. And we thank you, Father, for the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts, that which only you can give and no one else can give. When we focus on you, you pour that peace. You bid us come and draw from you and drink again. You bid us leave all our cares, our worries, all our baggages outside this place of prayer, the secret place of communion with you. And you stir that peace into our hearts. Then out of this peace and joy, when we are one with you in the spirit, being as a true worshipper, worshipping in spirit and in the truth in your word, you can step out with your authority, with your covered in your glory and speak. We thank you, Lord. We share that peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, part of this praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you, that have turned away from you, those to whom you are not real, 
to whom you are not personal, to whom you are still a religion. We share it, Lord, with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer as well. Especially the ones that we are personally praying for. Especially the ones that we are carrying at our altar. Seeking for a miracle, Father. And with those that have no one to pray for them. As we offer our faith to stand in that gap. To repair that breach in the wall. To fortify your city once again. To rebuild our house. My Father, remembering all of these, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator. The great I am. The one who blots out our transgressions and remembers our sins no more. The one who leads us in the way we should go. The one whose hand is not short to redeem us. The one who is our refuge and our portion in the land of the living. The one who is our fortress and our strong tower. The one who always honors his covenants and always completes every good work that he has started in us. And we pray in the name of your son Jesus. The one who was, who is and who is to come. He is the author and the finisher of our faith and our destiny. He is our rock and our refuge. He is our redemption. And it is by his blood that we can once again step into the kingdom. We can once again enter into the house of the Father. We can once again be called righteous and the devil can do nothing about it. He is the Lord who heals. He is the way, the truth and the life. He is our friend. He is our brother. He is our teacher. And we can have a personal relationship with him. We thank you, Lord. And we pray in the name of your spirit, Jesus, the spirit of truth, the spirit of the living God, the father of all spirits to whom every spirit in the universe is subject. The presence of the Lord in the midst of his people who dwells here and is mighty and he does wondrous things. The one who changes the times and the seasons. The one who reveals the deep and secret things of the Father because he is the only one that has access to the archives and to the mind, to the heart of the Father. It is he who heals our backsliding. It is he who lifts us up. It is he who is always willing to convict but never to condemn us. It is he who makes the word come alive and active and become real to us. It is he who stirs up our faith. It is he who provides the spiritual gifts. It is he who delivers and deals out to us the measure of our faith that we carry. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. We thank you that you have blessed us with the gift of prayer where we can legally authorize you to step into our circumstances and take over. We thank you, Jesus, that by your blood we have been saved and it is your will 
for us to live by your word. It is your will and you came for this purpose that we should have a life of abundance, never lacking in anything, knowing that you are our shepherd and we should walk in dominion. You created us in your own image and likeness with this purpose. And even before we were formed in our womb, you knew us through and through. It wasn't just a casual acquaintance. It wasn't just I am aware. It was I knew you very well. And I still do. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. I call the angel of the Lord to put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy will for each of these lives, Lord. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord. From Isaiah 55, verse 10 in 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. Thank you for that powerful teaching last night. Thank you, Lord, that you show us how to utilize it. And you grant us the discernment to choose life in every situation that we must speak into. That we do not react out of our emotions, or in haste, out of anger, but we respond out of love. We thank you, Lord. Today, I'd like to start a two-part series, but we're continuing on our study of the line that we have reflected on yesterday. So yesterday, we reflected on the young line that was seen in Psalm 91 verse 13, being secret sin or that temptation and deception so that he can steal from us. We looked at the steal part of steal, kill and destroy that we commonly known the thief coming and what he does. Today I'd like to reflect on the kill and destroy part of it in these two episodes. So this is the lion that kills and destroys. The lion from 1 Peter 5 verse 8 which is also touched on in Psalm 91 verse 13. 1 Peter 5 verses 8 and 9 says, Be sober. Now when he says be sober, is not do not be drunken. It's not that kind of sober. Be sober means be alert. Don't be sleepy. Don't be lazy. Don't put your guard down. Be sober, be vigilant. 
because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he may devour. Now, verse 9 says, resist him standing firm in the faith because you know that the entire family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. In short, he has afflicted the whole world. We are all going undergoing the same kind of suffering. But we have been given that realization and we are being given tools through the wisdom of God to fight back. And so he says, resist. Standing firm in faith, resist. So let's look at it a little more. This line shows up in various ways seeking to completely engulf or to eat up, to devour a person. <clears throat> now when God created us, he gave us as humans and then even through salvation as well. What he really gave us was identity, authority and position. We've seen various encounters where we've reflected on those. Your identity is he made you or he called you a son of God. So you are son of the house. He gave you the authority. We just touched on that as well. That is the one thing that the devil doesn't have. And he gave us position. We are seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. In Jeremiah 1 verse 5, now touching back on what I was just thanking the Lord for when we started our prayer. He says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. In short, even before we were formed, he ID'd us. He gave us an identity. That's what his knowing us there was. We already became a part of his family back then. And that is why he said, I have ordained you as a prophet. If you read that verse further. He can't ordain you as a prophet unless he's given you that identity. Unless he said, yes, you are mine. Now go in my name. That's what being that prophet means. Now go in my name. So your ID, your authority, the backing of his government and your position. Only then can you be a prophet. But most importantly, along with that, he made us in his own image and likeness. Which Satan can never have. He never did. That privilege is only given to men. So Satan hates us. He hates that image. And he hates us with jealousy. He will not stop at anything to destroy that image. When you look at the book of Isaiah, chapter 14, verse 12 to 15, it talks about those, the five I wills. One of those was raising his throne above the throne of the Most High. But he was thrown down and he didn't have that image and we were given the image. So you can understand why the jealousy. And when God asked him now in Job 1, verse 7, you see that in Job chapter 2, again, twice he asked him there, where are you coming from? Satan said, from roaming the earth to and fro. So what do you think 
he was doing roaming to and fro. We go back to 1 Peter 5 verse 8. It does say in there, the devil as a roaring lion walks about. He walks about roaming to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. So you know what he was doing to and fro. Seeking someone to devour. And that is why the biggest attack on man now when you know what are the key things God has put in you. The biggest attack on man will always be his identity. When you do not know your identity, you cannot claim your inheritance in God. That is why most Christians who have never encountered God, sorry, most Christians who have never encountered God do not know their identity, are unaware of their authority and position and so will live miserably suffering under the bondage of the devil. That's where we were as well. It's only when your eyes are open to that truth and Jesus said the truth then sets you free because now you know I carry that authority. I am not weak. Now you know I am a son of God. I am not just anybody. And then the devil starts to become concerned. When this one is awake and alert, if he opens his mouth and what you have learned yesterday and you will learn in this series going forward now, the power in your words, when you learn and understand that use, then it is not you who should fear. It should be the enemy that should fear because those words are spirit. They are life and they carry power. So now you see why he is after attacking believers and even unbelievers to stop them from believing. If they reach that point of believing again, he'll have an uphill task. The battle becomes fierce. There's a very good chance he will lose. So that's the biggest attack on man he, that he will always have is his identity. Even with Jesus in the wilderness, we see that in Matthew chapter 4, Satan started off with the first question was, if you are the son of God. He straight away questioned the identity to see, does this one even know who he is? If he didn't, then his job was easy. He just could beguile him the way he beguiled Eve. They could fool him into believing something else. So the lion that seeks to devour here in 1 Peter 5 verse 8 is the one that is out to steal your identity. When your identity is stolen, you are already destroyed. You are prayerless. You are probably busy. And you are powerless, the same thing that we pray every single morning. Why? Because that's one without that identity. Helpless. A man without his identity does not have the authority or the backing of God's government either. It's pretty much like the situation of, of real life. There was one that we saw yesterday on our YouTube chat who said his passport, he was in Cambodia, I think, and his passport was stolen. Without your passport, even your own government will not back you, the country that you come from. Are you seeing what the theft of an identity does? 
in our real world, we talk about identity stealing in the form of maybe your social security number, driver's license details, or bank ID details, credit cards. Without that, the, even the government doesn't recognize you. But someone else can impersonate and take over and do everything. Those are strongholds when you look at it from the spiritual realm. Such a person is an easy prey whose identity is stolen. And when the Bible says he is seeking whom he will devour, he, he the devil, that is, is studying people's behavior and nature to see who is vulnerable to sin and therefore who is vulnerable to losing his identity. So when he says, I have been roaming to and fro, he is observing very carefully. He is after souls. So let's look at some of the ways in which he devours. I think we'll touch on those tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll touch on some of the ways in which he seeks to devour people. We'll stop here now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that our eyes be open to this truth. Not just of who we are, but let the schemes and the wiles, the plans of the enemy be exposed before our eyes. So that every advertisement that he seeks to put before us, every opportunity that he seeks to use to beguile your people, let that be as clear as noonday, so that in faith, with the fortitude given us by the Holy Spirit, we are able to say no, we are able to reject his advances, his temptations, and even not fall prey to his deceptions. By the strength of your word, we stand on that word. And we don't just reject, we condemn. Just as your word in Isaiah 54 verse 17 says, we exercise that heritage that you have given us as sons and servants of your kingdom. I ask with that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. As we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized will undergo all kinds of procedures this day. We pray, Lord, for all those families that are embattled facing division and separation. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance and poverty. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved, that have not yet come under your Lordship, under your sovereignty, and therefore not yet backed by your government, your kingdom, and everything that sits under your power. We ask for a quickening in their hearts as well, Lord. And we ask for a lifting in our spirits, through your wisdom, through your understanding, through the strength and presence of the Holy Spirit, that in all our challenges, we might not be vulnerable, but we might stand in victory. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. 
And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this our prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us make our prayer now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Sara <laughs> <laughs> 
scripture that was put on my heart this morning is from 1 Corinthians 3, verses 16 and 17. Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him, for God's temple is holy, and that temple you are. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from the book of Revelations, chapter 2, verses 26 to 28, quoted from the New Living Translation, where it is written, To all who are victorious, who obey me to the very end, to them I will give authority over all the nations. They will rule the nations with an iron rod and smash them like clay pots. They will have the same authority I received from my father. Wow, same authority. When I received the, the same authority I received from my father and I will also give them the morning star. A second scripture as well that is shared in the chat. This is from 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9. Quoted from the NIV where it is written. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard. Now this links directly back to the previous scripture. What no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. Uh, the other things he says in Romans 8.28, again, for those who love him, that all things in every way work for the good of those who love him. Thank you, Lord. You are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections, our daily divine mercy and the rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible study sessions, not to miss this powerful series that is currently going on. Please share those links to Zoom and YouTube for these live sessions, daily live sessions with friends and family, as well as links to the prayer group. Invite others to come so that as you are being blessed, let them be blessed too. Let them be enriched in the word. Let their prayer life improve. and Let them start seeing results like never before. That is what we are called to do as disciples and as prophets for Jesus. And let the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. We are blessed and have a wonderful day and a great weekend ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone.